I truly believe in the world. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there that people buy exactly what they want. And I do believe that sometimes there is a pain involved. And so therefore, people will pay for something that they may have not normally been willing to pay a certain amount for. So this funny thing, um, I have said this before. I do believe that owning a business is the biggest personal development journey you'll ever go on. You find out everything you've never worked on. You find out everything that you get to work on. And one of my big blocks was money. And I realized that early on in 2022, I had a major money, had major money blocks, um, purchased three money mindset programs and really started working on them because I knew the blocks were there. Like I knew they were there. I knew they were holding me back. And so I got myself to a place where as far as, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about nervous system regulation and things like that, that it doesn't freak me out to spend a lot of money. Like that's, that's no longer a block for me. Whereas it used to be it's no longer really a block for me. It's it's very easy for me to spend large amounts of money on my business, on myself, and not flinch, I guess I would say. Um, whereas before, you know, paying somebody $25 an hour for a coaching call threw me over the edge back in 2017. And so I think that's really important to note because we – when it comes to money mindset and when it comes to pricing our programs and our services, we always want to think first and foremost, can somebody afford this? Can they pay for this? And a lot of times we're pricing our offers based on the fear of someone not being able to afford something. When at the end of the day, if somebody wants something bad enough, they will always find a way to buy it. Now, there are many reasons that people buy. Uh, I believe pain is a huge reason to buy, and I've used this example before. But back in 2019, I uh, went on a retreat. I came home. Something had happened to my lower back. I think that's probably when at the time. I didn't know it at the time until I got an MRI, but that's when I had a bulge disc. And so I had extreme sciatic pain all the way down the left side of my leg. In that painful moment, as I can't sleep at night and I'm laying on my floor in my front room trying to like just find some type of relief, I couldn't sleep in my bed, I was awful, Um, I ordered every cream, every roll-on, every patch I could get my hands on. I ordered a inversion table. Um, it was probably, I would say my leg just feels like it's in pain right now talking about this, but, um, I would say it was probably the worst pain that I've ever been in, I would say. Um, and it was definitely not the worst pain, but really close to it. Um, I just thought about my surgery recovery, but, um, but yeah, it was very, very hard, hard to breathe, hard to function. And I got no relief until I was like, I think I had to get on steroids. And I think maybe the second day on steroids, I finally was getting some relief. But my ankle, it was like my ankle had no strength. And so I would walk and my 
it was like I was walking on a sidewalk and like my ankle was or my the left foot was like off the sidewalk a little bit and it would fall over, but I wasn't on a sidewalk. I was literally walking on flat ground with both legs and my left leg would just like turn. And so it, it was a lot of pain. It was a lot of pain and I was willing to do whatever it took and so I did. Fast forward to July of 2023 and Ava and I are at the Taylor Swift concert. This all has context, by the way. This is a really good story. Um, we're at the Taylor Swift concert. We leave. Well, we, we don't leave right away. We, we're we about 20 minutes behind everybody else because Ava didn't get her swag at the beginning, so she wanted to stand in line at the end. So we did. We knew the storm was coming because Taylor Swift went on an hour before she was supposed to and um, to avoid the storms that were coming through. Now, this is by this time, we're it's probably after 11 o'clock at night. And so we're walking in downtown Cincinnati, which I'm not that familiar with. I've been to a few cheer comps there, but we don't live in Cincinnati. We live in Columbus. And so I'm walking and like we keep trying to get an Uber. We keep trying to get an Uber and we keep running into similar girls who were in the same situation. The Uber say they're coming, but they're not coming. And the streets are, I mean, some of the streets are pretty crowded, but some of the streets are pretty like dead. And um, there's a lot of people going into bars. I cannot take my 16-year-old into a bar. You know, now we're pushing midnight. We walked around downtown I don't know how long. Um, and all of a sudden, wind starts picking up, and we know the storm is coming through. And the wind starts picking up, and we see, like, heavy-duty furniture being, th- like, thrown across the roads. Um, restaurants like trying to save all this stuff from flying around, like s- a road signs flying around. Like we're in one of those little, um, it goes down under, I don't know what it's called, but it's like protected. Like, so you can go down under to like car parking, but it's like clear. So we were like waiting in there, like freaking out my kids freaking out. And I'm like, okay, you can't freak out in this, this moment, Chrissy, because your kid is about to freak out. You are the adult in this situation. Anybody else feel me? So I'm the adult in this situation, and I keep – I mean, I have tried Uber. I have canceled it multiple times. I keep trying again. It's like such a pain. It keeps saying they're coming. It keeps saying they're five minutes away, but they're never five minutes away. They're never coming, Right. And we ran into these girls. Under, they were underneath us with us. And the wind's picking up even worse. I'm like, we're going to get smacked in the head with something. We have to, like, we have to figure this out. And the rain is starting to come. Our feet are killing us, by the way. Killing us. Um, and these girls said, we have tried everything. We have no idea what to do. And I'm like, okay, this is not just an us problem. This is an everybody problem. I have to get my kid back to the hotel. So I flagged down one of those uh, – one of those, I don't know what they're called, but it's like a motorized, like it's a pace pedaling, like bike. And then it's like this little like carriage in the back. And so I said, can you take us here? And it was like, I want to say it was like four miles away. Um, And he was like, yeah. And so he might've said the price, but honestly, in that moment, I was so worried about my kid. I didn't really even care what the price was. I didn't think the price would be what I paid, but I didn't really care at the moment. 
First of all, he made this an experience, right? He's playing Taylor Swift. He's got lights in this thing. We're having like the best time of our lives, also thinking that we're going to die because our life is flashing before our eyes because of the wind. And he's just like cutting off cars left and right. It's the most insane thing. And he has no idea where he's going because he keeps asking to look at my phone, which I pulled up Google Maps to find our way back in case I needed to walk. And so anyhow, we get to the hotel and I'm like, thank God, like what, what, whatever, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking it's going to be like 100 bucks, And um, he said, I think he said 225 or 250 I can't remember. And I was like, sure. And I just handed him my card. I didn't flinch. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, that I was off on that. I didn't realize that. It was by the minute, by the way, not by the mile. Um, and so then I even tipped him on top of that, on top of that, to whatever. I think it was 280 altogether when I ended up paying for it. And I was like, I walked away and I was a little, first of all, I was relieved, but I was also a little stunned. I was like, oh, dang, I did not think it was going to be that, that price. But you know what? We're here. We're safe. That's the most important thing to me. And in that moment, I didn't think about regret anymore. I didn't think about, oh, my God, that was expensive. I didn't think about any of those things because in the moment, the fear I had of what was coming and, and you know, what happens when people are out drinking and all these other things and I'm out with my 16-year-old daughter, like, I needed to get her to a safe place, right? So this was a moment where I realized, okay, fear like to feel safe, you will totally pay money. If you're in pain, you will totally pay, pay whatever it takes. But what about desire? I believe if you really, really want something, you will find a way to pay for it. Now, back early in my business, I paid for things because I was in pain. I paid for things because I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I felt a pain. But when I, my most probably highest ticket coach that I paid for, it was eight weeks, it was $14,000, and that was not a pain. That was pure desire. I wanted to work with her. I desired to work with her. I didn't have to work with her. I didn't need to work with her. It was pure desire to be in her proximity. And... I think that when, obviously, we're always going to have people that come to us in a pain, right? Because we all solve some type of pain point, most of us. But also, can we be okay with those that desire to work with us, that they want to be in our close proximity, that they want the extra attention, right? That they want uh, us to give them strategy that's more tailored for them. And I think that is a beautiful thing. You know, sometimes it's nice to be needed, but it's more, I think it's nicer personally to be desired, right? Does my husband want me to stay with him because I need his money? Or does he want me to stay with him because I desire to stay with him, right? And I desire to be with him. Need versus desire. Like, and so I want you to ask yourself, like, when it comes to showing up online, and I know we started out talking about money, but I really want you to think about this. When it comes to showing up online, like, when you create a raving fan, 
they don't always necessarily need what you have. They may. But if they desire what you have, number one, they are going to be your biggest cheerleaders, especially after they come into your containers, right? And they're just going to talk about it differently in a desire-based versus a need-based reason to purchase something. Now, if somebody needs something, you fix their pain or you help them blow their own mind, right? I don't think we necessarily fix people almost always in most of our industries have to do the work, right? So it's always going to be them fixing um, the pain or the pain point or getting out of the pain. And so it's like really thinking about this. Like both work when it comes to marketing. I think sometimes we focus more on the pain points than we should, but they're also very, very important. And like thinking about how can we ourselves talk about our own pain points and the reason that we got into this business in the first place and really share that with our audience versus saying, I know you're in pain or I know life sucks or I know you know, you wish you could be making more sales, right? And yes, sometimes we do. Sometimes it's an attention grabber. Sometimes it is a pattern interrupt. But what about the desire? Like, are we putting out content? Are we putting out masterclasses? Are we putting out emails? Are we putting out marketing that our audience can desire as well? Or only showing them how we can be the solution, and the, and the fixer of their pain. But when it comes to either one of those, right? Pricing does not matter. I'm closing this loop at the way that started. And then it went off on another tangent. This is, this is, it's not live podcast, but this is Chrissy's brain podcast. So we start with worrying about the pricing but if they desire to work with us and if they or if they have the pain point, the pricing typically does not matter. So can we put out content where we are desired and we show how we solve the pain point, which helps build raving fans, which helps us create that online community that can attract more of those people who desire what we have to offer.